0: Hello, and welcome to Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter, and thank you for joining me. Deep and Wide is a weekly podcast that dives into the deeper things of the Christian faith, as well as a wide variety of culturally relevant topics. The goal of our podcast is to challenge growth and inspire hope. Please enjoy this week's episode. Hey, everyone. Before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know about a really cool tool I've been using. It's called Anchor, and it helps me record, edit, and upload all of my podcasts. uh, Most of all, it's free, guys, which is pretty cool. The other cool thing is it has uh, background music built in. It automatically uploads to Spotify and Apple. It does all of the things that you need to make an amazing podcast for you. And so, uh, I encourage you to download it. Go check out uh anchor at the app store and go to anchor.fm to get started hey everybody welcome back to deep and wide i'm so thankful for all of you that have checked out the podcast and even followed like subscribed and all of that i pray that you continue to do so this week guys i'm really excited i want to go over a topic that is near and dear to my heart uh, but also is somewhat trending right now um on social media it's the hashtag gospel challenge where we see people who are uh sharing the gospel on social media which is awesome um and but the the thing that i think is hard for some people is they don't know how to do it if it was right there in that moment, how to share the gospel. And so uh, I want to do a couple things today. One of them is I want to actually kind of cover what the gospel is, because it is the greatest uh, message in the galaxy. It is the ultimate game changer that there is. Um, It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. But I also want to cover and make it easy for anybody to remember what it is. So if you're sitting down, having that face to face with a loved one or a friend or, or somebody you might not even know, uh, that you can accurately proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and so that's what we're going to do. So um, without further ado, again, I want to just take five seconds. Please follow me on social media. We have Deep in Wide Podcast on Instagram. It's Deep the letter N, Wide Podcast on instagram my personal one is also pastor underscore pw for instagram and just pat walter on facebook if you want to follow my personal life so uh check it out and please again we're on spotify apple podcast and uh we're looking really to to grow this thing i believe god is great things so without further ado the greatest message in all of history the gospel aka the good news of jesus christ and so Um, without going uh, terribly uh, in-depth too much because I I don't want to bore anybody, and I like to try to keep these to a certain length of time. So, first of all, uh, to make it very easy, I like to color coordinate it um, in black, red, white. Okay? Black, red, white. This is the easiest way for, I think, people to remember and communicate what the gospel is to others. So again, remember, we're going to talk about what it is, but I also want to make it simple enough that if you're going to sit down and you had five minutes and you wanted to accurately proclaim it, you could remember black, red, white, okay? So the letter, or the letter, the color black. Black is for a black heart. See, what we have to recognize that every person should recognize before we fully surrender to Christ is that our heart is sinful and wicked. Some people don't like to hear that. Um, some people can get offended, but it's true. So uh, the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It's in the book of Romans. All have sinned, not some, not most. Uh, even if you feel like you're a good person, and again, if you listen to my Morality is Overrated podcast, uh, morality doesn't mean much because we are all in desperate need of Jesus. So all have sinned and fallen short of glory of God. Again, in Romans, the very beginning of the book, um, it says that no, no one is good. No, not one. Listen, and know this is hard to hear if you've never heard this before, but no matter how uh, good we think we are, we have sinned before a holy and righteous God. And so we have broken his laws and his command and we are deserving of death. We have uh, broke the rules, so to speak. And so uh, black, we have a black heart, guys. Uh, we, we are sinful and we are in need of a savior. Um, whether you like it or not that 's that 's true we We are all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and so uh the first thing is somebody has to recognize that they 're in need of a savior before they uh, will accept that they they 're basically of need of saving okay and so black and then red, red is the beautiful part red is the longest part red is the blood of Jesus. Uh, I'm going to be honest. One of the things that I always thought was really weird when I was new to Jesus, uh, and I was new to Christianity is we would sing about the blood. It's all about the blood. It's all about the blood. It's all about the blood of Jesus. Um, it's all about the blood of the lamb. And I was like, man, these, these people are kind of weird. They're singing about blood a lot. Um, and again, if we have no context about what the blood means and what the blood represents, then it's, it's kind of weird, but here's why it's more so important. And so once we've communicated the truth that, listen, we all have sinned and fallen short of God's law, and we are in need of a Savior. So Jesus, who is the Son of God, left heaven and came to live on earth a life that we could not live, which was sinless and blameless in the eyes of God, and He became what we call a spotless lamb. So, uh, back in the Old Testament or the Old Covenant, is a lamb would be sacrificed to pay for the penalty of our sins, um, and then they would it would be a, a what is called an atonement. So, there was an atoning sacrifice of a lamb that basically covered them for a, a usually about a year's time. Um, but there was this this atonement that was done in the temple. And so Jesus came to be that atoning sacrifice, a one-time payment for all. And so again, this is a multifaceted sacrifice. So Jesus gave up his life so that we could have his life in the kingdom. So Jesus died, buried, and rose again three days later, conquering death. Uh, The apostle Paul and the book of Corinthians said, uh, I communicate this to you, and it's of first importance that I have received, and I'm now passing on to you, and it's of first importance. It's one of the most important things that we must believe that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again. Um, because this is what happens: is the death is the is the atoning sacrifice. The penalty is God a, took uh, or the wrath of God was poured out on Jesus as a in a sense what we would call a payment for our sins. He was a ransom for our sins, and then he was buried, and then three days later he rose from the dead, conquering sin and death within three days, and so he rose from the grave giving us access to the kingdom so so the veil was torn if you understand old testament theology the veil that separated humanity from god was torn giving us now access to to the kingdom access to god and two is it gave us access and entrance into the kingdom so we've been invited into the kingdom and then it says hey you have new life so now that if we are in christ we are a new creation so it is no longer uh paul says this in galatians it's no longer i who live but christ lives in me, and the life that I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. Okay, but here is where it gets a little bit tricky, and this is where I think that we've missed it so much and I'm going to call it the American gospel. Um, Again, if you want to dive into this, there's this lordship gospel, there's a ragamuffin gospel, there's a grace gospel, there's an American gospel, but really there's just one gospel. But here's where we miss it the most, okay? And so it's not just accepting Jesus into my heart, because that's not really how it works. Is what happens, uh, if you find it in the book of Luke, chapter 14 is one of my favorites but it's really hard this is where I start with all new believers because it's intense and Jesus said listen unless you hate your brother your sister your mother your father um or anyone for that matter more or you know for my sake basically if you if you love them more than me, then you are not fit to be my disciple. You are not fit to become the kingdom. You have to lay down all that you hold dear for the kingdom. It is of the greatest value. There's even a couple of parables where Jesus talks about uh, a, a pearl in the sea and a treasure in the um, in the ground. And so part of this is one you're searching, one you're not searching. But either way, that they are a a treasure or a great value where they sold everything or gave up everything for this thing of great value. It is of the greatest value in the world. This message that Jesus rose from the dead, okay, and gave us access into the kingdom, that this is the greatest value. So you have to lay down your life. You see in the book of Romans chapter 6, where he starts talking about baptism, that we have to die to sin. We have to die to self. We have to lay down our life um, you see it all over the epistles. Paul writes about this, about this death, or this laying down, or this crucifying of self. And then what we do is we accept by faith that Jesus Christ is who He says He is, and by faith we we put on. Uh, it says in the book of Romans that His righteousness is imputed or imparted or put on us. So we we lay down our unrighteous and unworthy life. This is why it's by grace, and we put on a robe of righteousness that is in Christ Jesus. So we can no longer get more righteous than we are when we come into the kingdom by faith. So we are saved by grace through faith. So it's faith that that Jesus is who he says he has faith that he has put his righteousness on me, and I have laid my righteousness down, and now I am a new creation in God's kingdom. So I call it the great exchange. I exchange uh, my life that was sinful, unholy, unworthy, and and downright, um, honestly, just hard. You know, I, I got saved in a prison cell. So uh, for me, it was kind of easy to give up my life because, I mean, I didn't really have a whole lot to go back to. But when I put on the life of Christ, I am now a new creation. And the old man, the old me, the old way of life, the old way of thinking, the old way of living is now all dead and gone i have been crucified and buried with christ and then baptism comes in i'm buried with him in likeness of his death and now i rise to new life and that's is the white so we have black heart red blood white life so now if i am in christ and i'm a new creation then there's going to be a new way of living, a new way of thinking. But here's where I want to bring clarity. It, it, it is not any good deeds I do afterwards. It's not living a holy, righteous, blameless life, which I'm called to do. That doesn't earn God's love. That doesn't earn me good, um, a, a better place. Um, what, what happens is those things are an outflow out of love. And so one of the things now is when I have this white life, it's, it's the process of what's called sanctification. And so if I've got saved and that's the day that, that I was justified and set right and put in place and made right with God, and now I'm righteous, now from that day until the day that I, I get to heaven, what we call glorification, where one day I will be saved from the presence of sin, that in between, okay, from justification to glorification is what we call sanctification. Okay, and so now, I am being made to look like Christ. So my life should start to look like his and that blamelessness, that righteousness that is imputed, but now start to reflect by the way I live and the way that I love and the way that I serve and the way that I give. Not because it earns me those things because it's by grace, but because out of my love and my understanding of the beauty of the gospel, of the good news of who Jesus is and what he did, now I want to live in such a way that it brings honor and glory to the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. Okay? So let's try to sum this up. Black heart, red blood, white life. If you are going to share the gospel, the good news of who Jesus is, we have to recognize that I am in need of a savior because my life, uh, I am a sinner who is uh, deserving of death. But there's also this beautiful blood of Jesus that covers my sins. And because of his death and his burial and his resurrection, and by when I put my faith in Jesus and who he is, and I lay down my life and I receive the life of Christ, I am now brought into the kingdom of God. I am brought into fellowship with Jesus. And the most beautiful thing to me is not only does he seal me with his Holy Spirit, but... But the the thing that blows me away is he gives me peace. Romans 5.1, one of my favorite verses, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, now you have have peace with God. And then he says, listen, now I'm going to give you everything that you need for life and godliness. I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit who's going to lead you into all truth, who's going to walk with you in this white life of sanctification. And I'm going to give you my word to guide you. It will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. And then I'm going to give you brothers and sisters to walk with you and to sharpen you and to uh, challenge you and then you're going to learn how to serve and you're going to learn how to love and you're going to learn how to give and you're going to learn how to lay your life down on a regular basis and then we're going to go therefore and make disciples and so we have this whole process and so the most beautiful, the most simplistic ways that we have been saved from the penalty of sin and our justification. We have been saved from the power of sin in our sanctification and we've been saved from the or uh, from the presence of sin one day in our glorification and so that is it guys. That is a simple 12 and a half minute glorious gospel of our gospel challenge so guys please share it if, if there's somebody who says i i really want want to know what the gospel is but i don't know how to explain it this is a great and easy way just share this link with somebody and they can download it and listen and they can hear uh, a clear presentation of the gospel obviously there's so much more so much more depth and there's so much more history uh, we're talking about 66 books over thousands of years trying to simplify in 12 minutes about the good news of of who jesus is but guys please uh like this share it and uh we're gonna get to that outro but guys uh, i appreciate it so much for for listening to these podcasts and for all of your support uh please feel free to reach out if there's a topic you want to hear about or if there's something you want to hear more i think we're going to jump into some discipleship in the near future just because it's another thing that's fresh on my mind and in my heart with all this going on uh god bless you guys and stay safe Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you liked what you heard. And if you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family. I would love to hear any comments, any suggestions, or any questions so I can get to them on future episodes. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Pat Walter, and I'll talk to you next week.